Hello and welcome to International Waters. I am your new host for 2014. My name is Dave Holmes. If you've never heard the show, we're going to be pitting comedians in the U.S. against comedians in the U.K. to decide which country is better week after week. I will be awarding points to panelists that answer correctly. I will also be awarding points to panelists who answer incorrectly, but who somehow amuse me. So basically what I'm saying is, if you're not sure about an answer, just zazz up your ignorance with a little humor and charm. It's the Hollywood way. We'll add laughs later. <laughs> <laughs> for the nation who is still licking the wounds they suffered during the war on Christmas. You guys okay? It's two stand-up comics who also happen to co-host Maximum Fun's podcast about action and sci-fi movies, Rhea Butcher and Ricky Carmona. Hello. Hello what and welcome. Hello, Dave. Now, you guys are both experts in what you guys call dick flicks. Yeah. So can you each recommend a movie in this genre? I will start to my left with Rhea. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to recommend my absolute favorite in this genre and what made me the man I am today, mm -hmm. uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> oh, okay. That's uh, solid. It's my absolute favorite. I, I would say it's actually the best film ever made. Wow. Wow. Most solid 90 minutes. <laughs> That's like I've asked you, it's like I've asked you to recommend a band and you were like, The Beatles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. yep. Back to the Future is the Beatles of Dick Flicks. Of I Dick think. Flicks. It's good. Yeah. Of time travel Dick Flicks. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Two and three are disappointments. Can we agree? Absolutely. Hey, what? two. Two is solid. I would recommend to go back and look because, hey, mm -hmm. they made the same movie again and right. Marty gets to watch it. With All us, right, right. So that's why I recommend two. Like to me, that. it but feels also like three is pretty lame. To me, it feels like something you watch on the way to be on a roller coaster. For sure, you know what I mean. I it's mean, like something that you, while you're waiting in yeah. line. This is the done. Yeah. still does look fake. Yeah, I absolutely, agree. absolutely. Ricky, I would go with Michael Mann's Heat, Ooh. starring Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. Classic Los Angeles crime drama, kind of like that. I mean, it's Michael Mann, so it has a very stylized sure. look to it. Two titans, two acting titans, uh, De Niro and Pacino, the whole cast, Val Kilmer, Tom Sizemore. Noonan. Noonan up in that piece. Mike T. Williamson. Ashley Judd. Hello, my name is Ricky. You guys are sincerely recommending good movies, and I don't know what to do with you. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> hell are you doing calling yourselves comedians? <laughs> all right, playing for the, the nation. The Mummy Returns also yeah. is an yep. amazing. Wait, wait, which? The Mummy Returns. <laughs> okay. I don't know why I thought you said Funky Returns. Funky, funky returns. returns. That's what I'm working on. I'm... Happy birthday and many funky returns to you. <laughs> now, playing for the nation where it is currently so cold, even the page three girls are wearing cardigans, it's Katie Brand. Katie, hello. Hi, hello. How are you? I'm sorry I'm yelling at you, but that's what we do here in America. No, I like it. I like it. My sister is an American citizen, so I, I feel the love. Don't worry about me. How exciting for your family. Yeah, I know. It is exciting for my family. Thank you. So you are writing a crowdfunded novel about a female comedian, That's right? exactly right, yes. And I that have seemed... been crowdfunded. And I so I'm writing it now, and it will be out in July. It's called Brenda Monk is Funny, and I hope it's good. Congratulations. <laughs> Are you playing with uh, bubble wrap <laughs> out there? What's going on? Uh, that's I'm eating uh, Doritos. Pistachios? Does somebody have castanets? My co-team member is eating Doritos, which he plans okay. to do for the entire duration of this recording. <laughs> well, what a great idea. What flavor? <laughs> Crazy British flavor. James Bachman. Hi. 
Well, thank you for Hi. correctly pronouncing my last name, something that Americans are only able to do due to their hatred of Michelle Bachman, I imagine. <laughs> I think that's, um, it. I think that's, that's it. it. Or Bachman Turner Overdrive. <laughs> Seriously, though, what flavor of chip or crisp are you eating right now? They're, orange. They're Doritos. They're orange. They look orange, but there's yeah. no orange flavoring. No, they're, che- right. they're, they're cheesy, I think. They're uh, nacho cheese or nacho yeah. cheese. I don't know. They're kind okay. of just sort of salty orange. Oh, they're hang on. Nacho cheese flavor. The producer is holding up tangy cheese. Oh, tangy cheese. Tangy, tangy cheese. cheese. Tangy cheese. Yes. Yeah. And we're also Ooh, drinking la la. white wine. Last time I was in the UK, I had a bag of Walker's crisps that were roasted chicken flavor, and I'll be damned if they didn't taste like roasted chicken. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I know, it's amazing. <laughs> It's amazing what they can do these days. Walker's is the king of crisps, but next time you're here, you need to try smoky bacon. Or you could just put them in a bag and send them. Right? I will do oh, that. Yeah, prawn cocktail. That's okay. the other one. Perfect. Can I have, I have a quick question? Earlier, yes. when you were asking uh, Rhea and Ricky about to recommend dick flicks, my, yes. I, I don't know what that term means. <laughs> I, I've heard the phrase dick pics, which is where somebody's like sexts you a picture of their dick. Yes, can you can you recommend one? Oh, that's all I had to go on. So I was assuming that a dick flick is a... <laughs> It's like a video of someone's dick that they've sent you. So back to the future, I was trying to think where the dicks were in that. See, I've heard of dick flick, but for me, a dick flick is what teenage boys do to each other as they oh, pass in the corridor. They flick each other on the dick. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they like just flick each other on the tip yeah. of the dick, don't they? You do things differently in the UK. <laughs> now, James, you have been on the Mitchell and Webb look. You have appeared in Mapping the Heavens at UCB. I have indeed. Here in Los Angeles. But I have just read that you are about to appear in the new Transformer movie. What yes. the hell is that about? I can't tell you what it's about. I've signed a non-disclosure oh. agreement. Oh. <laughs> oh, damn. That's exciting. So big part, small part, you can't tell us anything, can you? I can. It's a medium It's a medium part. The part is average. Um, I mm-hmm. perform it averagely. What do you turn into? Like a VW Beetle? I don't Beetle? know. Okay, yeah, that's, or like a, a Renault Megane? <laughs> I am sorry to let you know that I don't transform <laughs> at all, apart from into... Not into a transit van? Nothing? No, nothing. I don't transform into anything. <laughs> Other things transform near me. Uh-huh. Sort uh-huh. of. Maybe that's the best you could exciting. hope for yeah. in a Transformers film. Yeah, no, it was. It was amazing. And Michael Bay, despite his Samsung moment today, um, yes. mm. always has a lot to say. I they, I would imagine that he does. Is he? Uh, how is he to work with? He's a, a genuinely brilliant. Did you I, have to really wash like his car naked as your audition? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was the replacement for Megan Fox in the new. In Transformers 4, 5, and 6. I'm the hot chick. Are you? Yeah. I've always thought of you that way. <laughs> Thank you. My beard, I think, that really does it. It's exactly what it is. He loves that. No, well, he listen, was. He genuinely, Michael... I'm not just saying this because it's being recorded, he genuinely was really, like, extraordinary to work with. He knows exactly every edit he's going to make in the film, everything he wants to do the minute he steps on set. It's like... <laughs> you know. You know what's interesting? So do we. Yes, that's exactly like, what honestly, this is like. Yeah. I can kind of picture the new Transformers movie yeah. in my head already. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Aside from the fact with you in it, I can't wait to see you. Oh, I saw I, I thought you meant this podcast was like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into it. Let's play International Waters. Yeah. Now we're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up. We like to call What's the Story? I'm going to be asking our panelists questions about cultural events, and because it's the new year and we're all still writing it by accident, we're going to take a look back at 2013. You remember 2013, right? Oh, way back when. Uh-huh. It was a year that sounded a little like this. Hey, we're up all night to get fun. We're up all night to get thumbs. We're up all night to get thumbs. We're up all night to get lucky. Okay, that's it. I've just made myself sick of that song yet again. 
All right, so you will be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for incorrect answers that make me laugh. But first, teams, you got to come up with a little buzz-in word that you feel best represents your nation. We'll start with you, UK. What word will you choose? <laughs> Doritos? No, that's like oh. product placement. Um, oh, no. Alcoholism. Which, listen, do it. We need sponsors. Okay, Doritos. We'll just shout Doritos. I'm going, Doritos. With, I'm going with alcoholism. And I think Doritos <laughs> and alcoholism I like I like perfectly that. combined to sum up the UK yeah. right in... 2014. These snacks and wine Crazy. are lovely. We could shout. It's quite long to sn- shout that. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. I'll shout Doritos fine. and Katie will shout alcoholism. Are you allowed two different ones? <laughs> no, that's perfect. That's perfect. Fine. Listen, okay. it's 2014. I'm in charge now. I will allow it. Thank you. <laughs> US, what word would you like as your buzz in word? Should we do get lucky? I like doing get you lucky. Do get lucky, Ooh. or I say Michael Bay. What do you think? Ooh, I like Michael Bay as well. <laughs> Let's go with Michael Bay. Get lucky, Michael Bay. Boom. We've all got our own buzz in word. Can you handle four individual buzzwords? <laughs> We're about to find out, Ricky Carmona. <laughs> about to find out. Let's get into it. Question number one. April 2013 saw the death of partially beloved ex-prime minister Margaret Thatcher. Dry-witted Brits marked the occasion by catapulting which unexpected song to number two in the pop charts? Michael Bay. She's Rhea. a bitch. <laughs> or oh. Meredith Brooks, I'm a bitch. That's, no. the, that's what I was... Oh, no. Not funny I'm, either. No, 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 that's the wrong name it's of the... <laughs> it's just the worst song. Yes. That and Black Velvet. Yeah. Oh, really. Yes. Black Velvet I should have gone with Black Velvet. <laughs> little boy smile. <laughs> little boy, Thatcher smile. <laughs> All right, that is an incorrect answer. All right. I'm just, I have what? no idea, even though I was here the whole time, but I'm, I'm going to go with, I don't know. What do you think, James? See, my, well, you got to ring I'm in, My Katie. instinct would be like something really worthy, like Maggie's Farm or something, but it isn't. Maggie's I, Farm? As in like the Dylan song, I don't want to work on Maggie's Farm no uh, more. I was going to go for Madonna's answer. True Blue. Oh, that's nice. But I don't think <laughs> it's it, right. I think it's something about, oh, Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead. Oh, yes. That is correct. Oh, my goodness. Point to the UK. Nice work, James. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to say Madonna's really like done. a virgin. Oh, nice. You did, you did however, forget to ring in yes. with your product yes. placement word. How are we going to get sponsorship money if you keep forgetting to say Doritos? <laughs> Doritos. Ding Dong, The Witch is Thank Dead. You. Delicious <laughs> Doritos. That is James's Perfect. best voiceover voice as well. It is. Right up there, alley. It is. Question two. The Oxford English Dictionary made which egocentric phenomenon its word of the year? Oh. Ricky Carmona. <laughs> Selfie? <laughs> Selfie is correct. Boom. That's Selfie what's up. Selfie is correct. That's what's up. All right, we're tied up. Who said two that? Points who, each. who got that Is that point? how it works? I'm still feeling my way through. <laughs> two points for the U.S., two points for the U.K. Selfie is the answer. Yeah. The year's most famous selfie, of course, was taken by President Obama and Nelson Mandela's funeral. In his defense, Michelle was doing some LOL-worthy owling in the background. What is owling? <laughs> I don't know what it was. It was in the script. I just read it. Who knows? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Points for that? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. The U.S. is in the lead. Question number three. 2013 was also the year of the open letter. But who started the trend by writing to Miley Cyrus, advising uh, her to stop prostituting herself? I heard Doritos first. James Bachman. Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor is correct. Is there anything that you would like to say to Sinead O'Connor in an open letter format right now? Dear Sinead. I read with interest your letter to Miley Cyrus. I was just going to go with. Hush have you now. tried? Oh, hush now. <laughs> have you tried Doritos? They're delicious. <laughs> or indeed, have you tried alcoholism? Oh, you yeah. might feel better. Yeah. I think that was the I problem. Believe she did. has. <laughs> 
So let's let's call that four points for the UK. Thanks very much. Why not? It's a correct answer that continued to make me laugh. That's right. It's <laughs> 2014. I'm the new host. I will just assign points as I choose. It's your world. Dude. All right. It's your world. That's right. And I live in the same city as you guys. Yeah, I have all the time in the world to curry your favor. Right? <laughs> Question number four. 2013 was the year of the hybrid snack, like the cronut. Uh, the Minot, which I believe is a whoa. mince pie donut, and townies, which are tarts and brownies put together, which sounds absolutely delicious. Today I had a Mickles cake. What's that? What is that? It's an Eccles cake filled with mince pie filling. Well, that's just an Eccles cake. No, What's no. an Eccles cake and what's mince pie? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right, Starbucks UK ran into a little bit of trouble when they borrowed the name Duffin from a tea shop owner in London. What was a Duffin? Doritos! James was Bachman. It, it was a muffin filled with Doritos. That's oh, no, wrong. but my God, would that be delicious. Yeah, that'd be like that. <laughs> I don't want any part of this muffin filled with Doritos. D- not even the Doritos or the muffin, which well, yeah. I would have both. Uh, anybody? Duffin. Duffin. It's a Duffin. donut and a Get muffin. Get lucky. It is a donut and a muffin, Katie Brand. Oh, donuts! The UK. Like Why would a donut and a muffin? In related news, doctors have identified a hybrid condition that comes from solely eating at Starbucks. It's called poverbetes. <laughs> <laughs> you also sure never get to use the restroom. <laughs> if you right. only eat at Starbucks, you they, never they, go they, to the They don't give you the ever. code. Ever. They don't give you the code. God almighty. Now, we are all feeling a little bloated from Christmas and New Year's. I was up in Napa ringing in the New Year with incredible rich food and delicious wine. So I need a little something healthier. I need a little, a little healthy Franken pastry for hipsters to buy at the farmer's market. Like a sproffle, for example. That's a waffle with a little Brussels sprout jammed into the middle. So give me a hybrid, healthy, delicious hipster snack. U.S. or U.K.? Uh, um, Michael Bay. Rhea. Uh, Kale Ritos. Kale (laughs) flavored Doritos. I was thinking kale. Eat the hell out of that. All right. All right. Two points. Two points for the U.S. You Back win that bonus round. Do we keep answering on that, or do you just get one answer on You know, that? let's keep going. Why not? I was going to say get lucky. Doritos. Uh-huh. I was going to say uh, uh, a, a Junut. It sounds oh. wrong. Hold up. <laughs> Hold up, UK. We'll a get Junut. to you. It's like a donut, but it's like a juiced donut. Does that make sense? So Yeah, okay, so it's like a donut run through a juicer? Well, you're like you juice it, and you juice a load of donuts in the morning. Doesn't juicing make everything healthier? Okay, I'll award you one point for that. But then I'll deduct one point for not waiting your turn. Ricky Carmona. Now, now, now I've overthought my answer. <laughs> Give it to me. I've lost it. It was, it it was a keen watermelon, and it was quinoa <laughs> with watermelon. <laughs> it's just those two I'll things together. I'll give you a point. Yes. I think quinoa is overrated, but I don't care. I'm going to give you a point Thank because you. that's good thinking. I that's good quinoa. overthinking. Thank you. I think Joaquinwa Phoenix ah, is also it, overrated. So. I agree. Yeah. I agree. There you, you and James Franco, take your arty bullshit out of here. Yeah, get out of here. Right? All right. A salad. That's it's not... <laughs> like half salami, half salad. Nice. No? I'll accept it. I'll okay, accept it. Okay, good. You'll accept anything, Dave. I really will. <laughs> I really will. I'm feeling generous. Now, 2013 was a great year at the movies, as we all know. People flocked to theaters to see original character-driven stories. Ah, just kidding. Sequels and superhero <laughs> movies were basically all anybody cared about. What was the highest grossing movie of the year worldwide? Oh, I know this. Uh, Doritos. James Bachman. Uh, Iron Man 3 is the boring answer. Iron Man 3 is absolutely correct. It was in a quiz that I did this morning, so that doesn't count. (laughs) Were you prepping? Well, that's okay. Listen, there's no no no. rules against that. Two points for you. The only thing less surprising than the fact that Iron Man 3 was the number one movie of the year is the fact that the Duck Dynasty guy turned out to have some less than progressive opinions about my sexuality. (laughs) Uh, British listeners, are you... you, are you familiar with the Duck Dynasty saga? There's like a man with a big beard who hates homos. Is that right? 
That's exactly it. That's yep. it. Yeah, you're fully caught up. That's you're it. fully caught up. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's all I can say it's about it. It's a TV show. <laughs> Duck Dynasty. It's like you know the show Dynasty, but yes. it's like that yes. with ducks instead. Right? Yes. And is it ducks throwing each other into it? It's a line. Ducks with shoulder pads. Yeah, it is. Joan Collin plays a mallard. I do have to say that as as a movie podcast, it might be shocking that we didn't get this movie. I'm very disappointed in us correctly, right now. But I will defend us by saying that we did not find Iron Man three to be a great film. That's no. right. Oh, and we, we preferred twelve gravity years of slave. I mean, twelve gravity. years of slave. Oh, twelve okay, years fine. of gravity. <laughs> twelve years of gravity. Is what we so <laughs> an awesome I'm hybrid snack of a movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I always love when I hear people uh, arguing about whether things like Iron Man three were good or bad, and then reminding them that they are uh, grown ups who play yeah. utility yeah. bills. You're talking about Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. in a, in a magic, suit. Uh, flying spacesuit. Right. Tell me again, so, yeah, what's bad about that? Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like people arguing about whether they should go see Ender's Game uh, yeah. because of uh, Orson Scott Card's homophobia. Uh, no, you shouldn't. And the reason is you're a grown up. Yeah, you're an you're adult. You're a grown up. It's a movie about a magic flying space child. <laughs> I would like to see in 2014 a sequel to Gravity, but with Iron Man as the George Clooney part. Oh, it will Ooh. happen. Do you think oh, that'll will happen? happen? Crossover. It's Hollywood. They're they're working on it right now. When they <laughs> reboot the Gravity franchise. Yeah. In <laughs> <laughs> well, they, based on the movie Gravity. <laughs> when they reboot Gravity, yeah. yeah. Like just an on-off switch. I like the idea of rebooting things that aren't franchises. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. Blue is like the it. warmest color reboot starring... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Rhea Butcher, starring me. That's right. That's starring Rhea Butcher day, and who? Yeah. Who's your dream co-star? Uh, my dream co-star, holy shit, I don't, wow. That's, uh, let's see, Scarlett Johansson and uh-huh. Jodie Foster. No, I don't know. <laughs> Jodie Foster. Yeah. I mean, that's... It's some narcissism. I look just like Jodie Foster, but with no hair. Oh, I can see it. I can yeah. see it. I can see it. Let's move on. Question six. <laughs> 2013 gave gamers a new excuse to stand in line to pay 500 bucks for something they don't need. Microsoft and Sony both released new versions of their video game consoles. What were they called? Doritos. Ricky, uh, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. That is correct. Two points Boom. for the U.S. I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> well, that was going to be I my answer. Say, I thought Microsoft released the Xbox all by yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> be. I don't understand Grand Theft Auto. I played it once for 20 minutes. And an ex-boyfriend of mine was very excited to show me Grand Theft Auto. And and he just played it in front of me for 20 minutes. And what he did was steal a car and then drive to the hospital and find a nurse having a cigarette break and then beat her up uh, and then drove away again. And I said, why are you doing that? And he said, because I can. And I said, is there an aim to this game? And he said, not really. And surprisingly, you're not with him anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But is that and that's how we raise our children in America? Is that how you play? I want honestly, Katie. I want you to call that guy and just break up with him again. (laughs) (laughs) And then if you can't break up with him, in the double over with that guy. (laughs) Christ Almighty! At the end of round one, the scores are USA with eight points, UK with eleven points. Guys. Step it up. I'm feeling. Really drop the ball, and that blue is the warmest color of lineup. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer I'm Lawrence. Sorry. Solid. Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. My game. That's Jennifer Lawrence and Amy Adams in everything. <laughs> We're gonna get her dream co-star <laughs> while we take a little break. We'll be right back with International Waters. Breaking news: January is one of the biggest months ever for the MaximumFun.org network. We're launching four new shows. Yes, four, four new shows. So much stuff to listen to. The first new Max Fun show is Oh No, Ross and Carrie. They join fringe religious groups, undergo alternative medicine treatments, and investigate the paranormal, all so you don't have to. Your new late-night best friends are Jasper Red and Kimberly Clark, 
and their new Max Fun show is called The Goose Down, not to be missed. Also coming to Max Fun in January, Song Exploder. It's a podcast that talks to musicians about their songs and deconstructs how they were put together. And our fourth new show is Lady to Lady, a weekly talk show with Tess Barker, Brandy Posey, and Barbara Gray. It's like The View, if The View was a good thing. It's going to be a great year for Maximum Fun. You can check out all our new shows at MaximumFun.org or wherever you find your podcasts. Welcome back to International Waters. Now, we have had a lot of fun today, but I would not call anything that's gone on exactly juicy. Especially since we don't have a perfect co-star for blue is the warmest color. Have we, do, we, do, we have, do we have our dream? I mean, Jennifer Lawrence is up there, but, Jennifer you know. Jennifer Lawrence is up Jennifer there. Lawrence There's is also great. Amy Adams, so Amy I don't Adams. know. It's true. You know what I've heard about Jennifer Lawrence? She's very down to earth. Have I you have heard, heard that? that. I, haven't, I haven't heard that. Jesus I haven't heard Christ. that at all. We get it. She's down to earth. <laughs> I've got it. UK? Smurfs. One of the Smurfs. Well, it's going to have to be the girl Smurf, isn't what's, it? What's she called? I don't know. Smurfette! Smurfette! Smurfette. Okay. Smurfette is good. I like that. I think we're going to stick with Jennifer Lawrence. But oh. in order to inject <laughs> a little drama into the proceedings, our next round will be going over 2013's biggest musical scandals. Ooh. That's right. We're going to play a little bit of a song that was associated with some sort of controversy over the last year. When a panelist knows the song, you buzz in. You get one point for naming the artist, one point for explaining the scandal, and a bonus point for adding an element you think could make the whole thing even juicier. Mm. All right? So you got to know your shit, and you got to be creative. You ready? Yeah. Let's hear the first bit of music. Everybody get up. Get lucky. Michael. Yo. Ricky Carmona jumped right in. <laughs> uh, the song is Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke. Mm-hmm. The scandal was that they are taking it from Marvin Gaye's uh, Got to Give It Up and, oh. and not paying him royalties for it. Okay. And how could it get? Oh, even and better? that there was titties in the video as well. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Titties in the video. That's, That's true. Videos. How could it get even juicier? More titties in the video. <laughs> More titties in the video is always the answer. Boom! I'm calling that four points for the U.S. Yeah! Four points. Yeah! Calling that four points for the U.S. Oh, everybody get up! Yeah. <laughs> everybody get hey, up! Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey! The first time you heard that song, did you know you were going to be hearing it at every wedding for oh, the rest absolutely. of your life? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. yeah, forever. Was it as inescapable in the UK? Well, I've it never was, heard it. it. Well, clearly not, because James has never heard it. Um, but I know I, what? Whoa! But I know uh, it, a lot of people over here objected to it on the basis that it was. A, it seemed a little bit rapey, and uh, just a tad. Uh, quite yeah. a lot just of like, a touch. places like student unions actually banned it from their own universities. Wow! wow. So Jeez. I don't know. I think that the debate about it seeming a little bit rapey went faster than than the songs. What's the word? Release. So lots of people are getting angry about it before they even listen to it. Have you heard his new song, Rapey Lines? <laughs> Blur, Blurred blurry, Rapey. Yeah, Blurry Rapey. What is the... He does a great rendition of Baby It's Cold Outside. Oh. Oh, I bet he does. Thank God it's January. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Even though it continues to be cold outside. Oh, Thank God that is outside. considered a holiday song and you don't hear it in January. In <laughs> February, when it is the coldest outside. Mm. Especially in New York right now. Negative 15 wind chill. Yeah, in yeah. Chicago right Chicago's now. Chicago's losing their oof. mind. God oof. almighty. Uh, for me, the controversy... Was how much Robin Thicke in the video, if you catch him at just the right angle, looks like Ricky Gervais. Oh, watch it again. I'm going to have to go back and watch it. He's like like an oily, rapey Ricky Gervais. Have we ever seen them in the same room at the same time? (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. I didn't think I could find either of those people more off putting, but they've uh, they've managed to achieve it, yeah. Let's hear the next song. Uh 
Doritos. Alcohol yes, is James Bachman. This is just like Arabs in general. No, no, no. Oh, I know no, the sorry. song. <laughs> I know the song. Oh, right. Sorry, I'm as much as I would love to accept Arabs in general, I cannot. That is incorrect. But I will give you a point just because I like it. <laughs> the song's the call to prayer, and the controversy is that it's a lot of Arabs and people don't like them sometimes. Yeah, that, a brilliant answer, James. Good, thanks very much. Um, but, um, I, I know the song, but I've got no idea. It's not the song I thought the controversy was about. That song hmm. is Drunk in Love by Beyonce. That is correct. But I don't know. I only know a controversy about a different Beyonce song, which is XO, which used part of the Challenger. Oh yeah. Uh, That's more recent. That's explosion. That's right. Yeah. But I don't know what, what? the controversy. Yeah. I feel like I've prematurely pressed my alcoholism buzzer because I got overexcited about knowing the Beyonce song. It'll be the alcohol. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. I'll accept it. Uh, what about the Challenger explosion? Well, I, how did I not hear this? She sampled part of the radio communication. Yeah, if you listen uh, to the beginning of the song, of you can hear a guy go, Oh my fucking God, it's blown up! <laughs> and she thought that was appropriate oh. to use at the beginning Beyonce. of the song. James is as tasteful as ever. Um, yeah, it was a kind of, yes. She she samples the radio communication at the where they oh. first realise there's a problem at the beginning of her song, XO. But I don't. I've got no idea what that song that you just played is. Drunk in love, and I don't know. This is this is like the worst panel show answer ever. I've just. Sort of <laughs> no, been, you know what? It's I've, the best because you gave me some information that I don't know whether it's true or not, okay. and you made me laugh. So I'm going to give you a couple of points. That for it. is my aim. <laughs> it oh, is I know true. what it is. Okay, I'm there now. What? I'm there now. It's that Jay Z quotes mm. uh, some Ike Turner uh, domestic violence type stuff uh, in his little uh, rap interlude. In it. He does, but that's and not controversial to us. It here is controversial. Uh, what? The scandal that we were going for is that the album dropped with no promotion on iTunes, which infuriated Walmart and Target, oh, and now they're okay. not stocking the album. Are you saying I knew too much to get the point? <laughs> you did. You're too clever. Never mind domestic abuse. <laughs> it's domestic <laughs> or the sales. Challenge. Right. It's domestic <laughs> yeah. sales. Here in the United States, we if you threaten a woman, it, we let it slide. If you threaten Walmart, no yeah. scandal. Watch Unacceptable. I gave you an answer of great detail, and you're going to penalize me for that. Is that how you do it <laughs> yeah. in the U.S.? Because I think exactly. that's disgusting. Hey, Katie... We gave you points. We gave you points, but they're in jeopardy right now. Don't what? push it. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's move on. Let's move on to our third song. <laughs> Doritos. Ah, this Doritos. Is, the, this is the Billy Joel murders, isn't it? Billy Joel murdered a load of people. No, I don't know. I have no, I have no idea what that song is or what happened. But I've immediately made it juicier. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's true. You did. I will give you a point for that. Thanks very but much. Let's, let's keep it playing and see if anyone can identify the song, which I don't think I could. Ricky Carmona. I am just guessing that that is Pussy Riot. Oh, I know. You oh, are guessing yes. correctly. That is Pussy Riot. Oh, yeah, it's Pussy Riot. With punk Prayer. Oh. Boom. And what is the scandal beyond that being a terrible song? Uh, yeah, that song I mean, I know they're, they're you know. Horrible. They're, yeah, they're victims and they're martyrs, but they're terrible. <laughs> yeah, can we put them in music jail? Uh, they were they were put in prison uh, because they have outspoken views, political views in their song. That's about as general, and they have pussy in the name of their Well, they, name. Yeah, they protested band. in a church in Russia, didn't, and then they were put in prison because they could technically say that they had defiled a sacred place or something. Yeah, right? in a country mm -hmm. which has no state religion. Yeah, so, yeah. and then they were, they were all put in separate prisons, but I think they've all been released They have now. all been released. Mm. 
They have all been released now. What she said. Uh, I think the best. They have all been released now. Le- do not pick up a guitar. Take a nice long <laughs> break. Pussy <laughs> yeah. riots. Just relax. Go to Palm Springs. Yeah. Or yeah. You know, just chill out. Yeah. The world appreciates you more than it likes you. The way this could be made juicier is if all the members of Pussy Riot were in the reboot of Blue is the Warmest Color. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the best thing about Pussy Riot is that it means that a vast number of newsreaders around the world have to say the word pussy loads yes. on oh, the news absolutely. and it's yes. fine. Hearing the word pussy on NPR is the best thing in the world. I say make them play the entire Sochi Olympics for not letting gay people live in Russia. That's yeah. the only thing you can listen to if you go to the Olympics in Russia. It's Pussy Riot. Instead of announcements and stuff about who's won, they just play Pussy Riot songs. That's some vengeance They'll for be you. the Tom Jones of Russia. Yeah, exactly. What's new, Pussy Riot? <laughs> this is really awful. All right. Two points to the U.S. for getting it right. Four points for knowing the scandal and making it juicier for the UK, and five points for the US for Rhea Butcher for what's new Pussy Riot. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Pussy Riot. I have absolutely no idea what the scores are right now, <laughs> and our producer doesn't either. She is flipping bits of paper and sharpieing it's like it's her job. It's frantic over here. Folks. The U.S. and the U.K. are tied with 19 points apiece. Amazingly convenient. Wow. The final round is going to decide this game. Woo! And we will be back with the final round after this. I'm Cameron Esposito, the host of Wham Bam Pow. This is an action and sci-fi movie podcast on MaximumFun.org. We talk about punching. We talk about car chases. We talk about uh, arms, muscles that are on arms. And every week I'm joined by panelist Rhea Butcher. That's me. And of course, also Ricky Carmona. Oh, I'm all up in it. That's what's up. The Afro spokesman. We are going to give you all of the jokes and all of the happiness and all of the information that you need to watch action and sci-fi films to the fullest. Mm. Find it at MaximumFun.org or you can subscribe on iTunes. It's International Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. Let us move on to our final round. Now, in the past, this round was always worth 1,000 points, <laughs> rendering the rest of the game redundant. This bothered some fans. And I'm a man of the people, so now I have changed things up. This round will be worth just five points. Okay? Unless I like your answer, in which case it will be worth a million. Boom! Right, okay? That's what's right. up. Also, that's totally irrelevant right now because it's tied up. Yep. So no matter what happens, even if it's worth one point, the person who takes this round takes the whole game. We're going to close it out on a game we call Remake Again. As we discussed earlier, remaking a popular movie is the only sure route to Hollywood success. Case in point, The Wicker Man, Port of Call, New Orleans, starring Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yes. Highest grossing film of 2010. I will be giving each team a classic film and asking them to brainstorm and pitch a remake that would appeal specifically to their own countrymen. My favorite will receive the points and win the game. Okay? Okay. James and Katie, Mm -hmm. since you're in the UK and I cannot see or hear you, and you are at a slight disadvantage, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have you go first. You're going to be remaking the Patrick Swayze classic Roadhouse. If you're not familiar with Roadhouse, it is a timeless (laughs) classic tale of a famous bouncer. (laughs) This guy is actually famous for being a bouncer, but he's also good at philosophy. He's got a degree in philosophy Mm, to go along with the hitting of people. By bouncer, you mean like a doorman rather than a man who bounces? uh, I mean a doorman whose chest muscles bounce when he punches people. (laughs) A glistening, sweaty man who can rip your trachea out. Uh-huh. Great black jeans. With quote, great jeans at you. So I'm putting two minutes on the clock 
Pitch me your 2014 British reboot of Roadhouse. Right. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch immediately for um, that it it should be set in the Somerset town of Taunton. Okay. Because it's just nice. It looks pretty. It's nice and it's pretty. It'll look nice on film. And, you know, I think Roadhouse originally was set in a small town. It was. And I think this needs to be a kind of a, a visually attractive place that's small. According, according to IMDb, it was set in Jasper, Missouri. Was that's, it? Um, you I'm not put that this smartphone film. down, James Parker. <laughs> that is not fair. Oh, okay. So Taunton in Somerset, which is a small West Country town with yeah. lots of nice stone buildings and, and like mm -hmm. farmland. Good. We're yeah. sold on the town. We're sold on the town, Katie. <laughs> Really? Okay, that's, thanks, that's all you. we've got. All we've got <laughs> is the town. Okay, I think it should, we don't know the who story. Who should it star? Who should it star? Uh, well, one of us clearly. No, um, <laughs> Colin Firth. Colin Firth. Yes, Mr. Darcy Mr. runs Darcy. a bar in Taunton, <laughs> and a lot of. Uh, and Admirals Jason, have been coming in. And Jason Statham. Oh, Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Statham. Name right. Statham. The transporter. Yes. He's transporting stuff all the time. Comes mm -hmm. in, getting into sure. fights with it. I um. Is he as big in the UK as he is in the US? Who? Jason not, Statham. You don't know how to say his name. No. <laughs> Statham. The no. Stath. <laughs> or the maybe it should be Vinnie Jones as the Patrick Swayze The role. Jones. Yeah, I think Vinnie Jones is Patrick Swayze. What Vinnie Jones think? versus Jason Statham yes. plus Mr. Darcy, Colin Firth. This is brilliant. In a pub in Taunton. Run, where by, the, they... run by Prince Charles. Run by Prince Charles. And uh, who should play? Because there's... There's a love interest, isn't oh, there? Oh, is there? Yes. I thought it was just fighting. No, according I... to the Wikipedia page, there's I... a love interest. Oh, okay. According to yeah. IMDb. Hold <laughs> the laptop, right you guys. Now. I won't <laughs> tell you again. Who should be the love interest? Uh, Emma Thompson? Haile Selassie is the first name that came into my head. Haile <laughs> Selassie? Wrong. That's wrong. The ex-president of Ethiopia? Emma no, Thompson. it has to be someone quite... Um, it needs to be someone Jennifer very British. Jennifer Lawrence no, and Amy no, Adams, they're British, in everything. It's a British <laughs> remake. It has to be the, oh, okay. the archetype. Helena British. Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham Carter. She's in everything. <laughs> Perfect. So, so Perfect. Mr. Darcy. That, that's your two minutes. Okay. Oh, that's no. your two minutes. Unfortunately, <laughs> you have described the exact plot of The Expendables 3. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, I'm looking forward so to we'll that, So we'll see if team. Ricky and Rhea can top that. Spoilers with a Z. Ricky and Rhea, you are going to be remaking the beloved Brit pick Love Actually. Oh, Ooh. goodness. It's an anthology romantic comedy. I'm sure you're aware. Oh, I it's know It's become a new actually. holiday classic. Oh, You've yeah. probably already seen it this Many holiday times. season. Many times. The only problem is it is super British. Super so British. Very let's, British. Let's, let's ring the Britishness out of it. Remake Love Actually for a U.S. audience. Clock is set for two minutes, and it starts now. Okay. Uh, well, first of all, I have the title for the movie all right. already. Uh, we talked about it earlier. Selfie Love Actually. Selfie Love Actually. <laughs> Selfie Love Actually. <laughs> In the movie Love Actually, uh, it starts off at an airport, yes. and you start to see how love across the world uh, is spread. So I think ours should start, uh, since we're Americans, in front of our computers. Computers. Yes. Yep. Uh, and we are just in obsessed. It's love loving ourselves. Yeah. It's a relationship. It's a relationship movie where the only relationship is the one that you have with yourself. It's a Absolutely. masturbation film. But I would film, say this is also saying. a movie of vignettes that all sort of weave in and out of each other. Now, yes. I, uh, you might want to recast this movie, but I think. I would not recast two of the stars of this movie. Okay. Number one, Liam Neeson is obviously going to stay in this movie. Absolutely. And instead of his son finding love, his son finds himself kidnapped. Oh, yeah. And Mr. Yes! Liam Neeson yes! is going to have to travel the world yes. trying to find that little adorable child who's been sold into sex slavery, yes. of course, because this is the United States. And the number two person you're not going to recast is Mr. Andrew Lincoln. Thank you. Who is not in love with himself. He's in love with a zombie, of oh. course. Mm -hmm. But he has to mm -hmm. cut off their arms and tie them to chains and put them on a tree or something so we can still love them. The female star of this movie, yes. uh, the most American girl of the year, Miley Cyrus. 
I think absolutely uh, would be there. Liam Neeson also is whooping ass throughout this movie. All correct? over the place. Absolutely. He has a yeah. special set of skills. Yep. To love people. <laughs> That's right. He loves you by beating the shit he out of you. He beats the shit out of you. Yes. yes. And the soundtrack is by the RZA. Of course. Boom. Three, two, one. That's your yes. two minutes. Boom. That was beautifully detailed. Uh, extremely well structured. The problem is every element of it bummed me the fuck out. <laughs> but it's American. That's what it's supposed to do. Right. There's a lot of explosions. Ladies and gentlemen, Fire. one million points go to the UK. Oh, James and Katie, congratulations. You have won the first international waters of the Dave Holmes era. That's nice. That is something you can take with you to the grave. Dave, I'll send you that check later. Yeah. How are you going to be celebrating? Oh, another bottle of wine, I should think. I'm going to hospital. I've had a heart attack. <laughs> this is good. This is such good news. Open the other bag of Doritos. My whole life was going downhill, really. I was considering ending it this evening, but he now was. I'm going to go was. out. He and... was. Nope. He was no, telling uh, me earlier he had a bag full of pills. There you go. There you go. And James, if you really think you're avoiding suicide by eating a bag of Doritos, yes. I have yeah. got some terrible news for you. Oh, no, no. It's just a slower version it's of taking It's a delicious pills. suicide. <laughs> Doritos is oh, America's Oh, shit. Spinach. I really just messed up our sponsorship deal, didn't I? That's a great advert. Doritos, the delicious suicide. <laughs> so, Rhea, Ricky, James, Katie, thank you so much for joining us on International Waters. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank Everybody out there listening, thank you for listening. Please continue to do so. Tell your friends. We will have another episode for you in a couple of weeks. That was our International Waters New Year's resolution. And uh, finally learning how to bring down an ostrich with our bare hands. So (laughs) So long, folks. Bye. 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 Bye, guys. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing here in the U.S. where Rhea Butcher and Ricky Carmona Playing in the UK were James Bachman and Katie Brandt. Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you, Ladytron, for letting us use it. The show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by Chris Morris and at Max Fun HQ in Hollywood, California by Jennifer Marmer. The script was written by Jordan Morris and Sarah Morgan and produced by Colin Anderson. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.